Hello friends, I am your host Alyssa Tarr. Today I am going to be sharing a few of my tips and tricks for how to prioritize your home styling projects. If you are anything like me or my clients, there are probably several things on your to-do list for your home, whether that's small projects like rearranging or decluttering a small area or shelf or whatever, or whether it's something big like completely overhauling an entire room that you haven't touched since you move into the house, or maybe you just bought a new house and it's a fixer-upper and so you have a super long list of to-dos. Um, honestly, there's a lot of different ways to go about this and it can really get chaotic if you're trying to figure it out on your own. I have been there and I created this blog to help alleviate some of that frustration and give you some clarity and some ways to move forward with ease. A big part of what I do is just helping my clients sort things out and get clarity and simplicity in what they're trying to do. That's a big focus for me. So here we go. First, I'm going to preface this by saying you can use one of these methods, two of these methods, or a combination of all of them as it works best for you. So there's no right or wrong answer. These are all things that I've tried with either myself or my clients. And so I know that they all work. So choose which one sounds easiest and simplest to you. Here we go, diving in. Method number one is choosing the space that you'll be utilizing the most. You'll be spending the most time there. Choose that one regardless of how much needs done. That's method one. Method two, choose the one that is easiest to finish. For example, if you already have all the major aspects of the room finished and you just need to add in some accent pieces or rearrange a few things or add in a few items to really top it off and get it to 100%. Method three is choosing to work on the same aspect of each room at the same time. So for example, you would start with like all your big furniture pieces and all of the spaces you're redoing, or you start with like painting all of the rooms and then going from there and building that way so that each room is at the same percentage of finished. I'll elaborate more on these to for you to gain clarity in a little bit. I know that can probably be confusing. Method four is to choose to work on whatever you have the money or the time or the energy for at that very moment. This works really well for long-term projects or small budgets. Alrighty, let's dive into method one. So the reasoning behind doing this is that you have a space that you're like 80% done with. So for example, um, in our old house, our bedroom just kind of sat at 80% done because the walls were painted. We had all the main furniture we needed. I really just needed to add accent pieces to it because I didn't you know, we had all the base foundations, but we just needed something to really bring our personality and the vibe that we wanted into that space to get it 100%. 
And I think I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit more. Um, first of all, choosing this room, I would recommend either choosing the room that you are spending the most time in during the day, whether that's a playroom, if you have kids or a living room, or choosing your bedroom so that you have like a place to rest and really be at peace and not have to deal with the chaos of all the other projects. Um, Just having your bedroom completely done, it becomes an escape from the rest of the chaos in your house. So that's my suggestion. Um, Alrighty. So if you're doing a a major renovation, I would say definitely, definitely choose your bedroom to be the first project that you get to 100% done. Um, So you truly have a restful place to retreat every night. That's just me. Anyway, okay. Method number two. This is kind of like Dave Ramsey's debt snowball. So you would start by finishing the easiest or the smallest project first. Um, And that way you can carry all of your energy and momentum and money into the other projects of your home. When I started styling in my new home, I decided to go with my dining room because first of all, it was the smallest, it was the easiest, and it was the one that would be the most affordable because we had all of the anchor pieces already. We had the dining room, we had the chairs. All I needed to update was the paint color and add a, add a few pieces of accent decor and then that whole space was finished. Um, and that's what worked best for me. So then, <clears throat> pardon me, if you have a room that's like, done and you only need a few finishing touches the gratification of having like a really quick fully finished space is a great motivator to keep you going and move on to the other areas that need finished it's I I can't even think of any other word except for just really gratifying okay so method number three is choosing to work on like the same aspects of each room at a time the reasoning behind keeping all of your projects at the th- at the same level of doneness is to be able to finish them at the same time. Some people do well as long as everything is at the same point. Um, for example, if you're completely starting from scratch, like if you're doing a renovation or you're moving into a place without furniture, or you are, you know, planning on just overhauling and updating a lot of different spaces. Something you could do is buying all of your larger pieces ahead of time. First of all, because right now, everything is taking forever to ship. So buying all of your larger pieces for all of the spaces is a great way to make sure they all get there on time so that you can have functioning spaces as soon as possible. Even if they don't look fully done, you know, if everything's at 30% done, and then you add a little bit for each space, and then it's 40% done and 50% done all at the same time. That really helps keep things cohesive, especially if you're working with, let's say, like an open concept area where it's the kitchen and the dining room and the living room. That would be a great example 
of an of a time to use something like this. Um, so you would like buy all your appliances and all of your furniture, like your dining table and your chairs and your couch and your armchairs and your accent tables, all of those things. And being able to buy them at the same time really helps keep things cohesive because you have everything in mind and you're looking at all of the numbers and the measurements. And so it's a great place to start if you're starting from scratch with an open concept area. Um, and lastly, method four. So the reasoning behind this is obviously going to be either budget constraints, indecision, or lack of clarity on your desired aesthetic, or honestly, even being willing to let your home style be humble while you search for the perfect items that you absolutely love. Um, a few different ways to do this. One, set aside a specific amount each month to purchase a few smaller decor items that align with your desired aesthetic. Two, set an aside amount each month to save up for a larger piece that you really, really love, but is really expensive. Or three, use a credit card to buy an item that you truly want or need, and then dedicate the amount you would have saved and just pay off that credit card each month instead of like buying little things each month. Or number four, just buy decor items, whether they're small or large, as you find them. Find items that you love that align with your desired aesthetic. This is probably the thing that I have done most and what most of my clients end up doing is, you know, really honing in on what their desired aesthetic is. What do they want the space to look like and feel like? And then slowly taking their time to search for items that truly align with that and are either the best deal um, honestly, that's another reason is just waiting for things to go on sale. For example, our current couch, I watched it for months. I did months of research and it finally went on sale. It dipped to like, it, it had been around 900 and it dipped to 700 and I was like, yes, I'm getting it now. And so that was really helpful. Um, because it was something that I was really intentional about. So anyway, those are all the reasons for method number four. And I'm just going to say this again, whatever method you choose, make sure it feels best for you, whether it's one of these or multiple or even all of them at different seasons of your life. Find what works best for you in your home. There's never a right answer in home styling unless you love it. The only right answer is for you to absolutely love it and feel good about it. That is the key to having a home that you love is being intentional about it and paying attention to how you feel about it. I could go on and on about that, but I'm going to stop here. So if you are working through this and you find yourself stuck and you're not really sure how to move forward, I would love to help you through that. Just head on over to the Let's Work Together page on my website. I'll link that for you. And then you can either do a one-on-one -on -one virtual consult where we do a 30-minute video call and I, I walk you through a couple solutions for your problem. Or you can just download the home styling guide and let that work. And then you can work through that on your own as you are able. 
as always, I'm so excited that you guys tuned in. I'm excited to hear how this helps you. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. And you can also follow me on Pinterest where I am at Anchor Home Styling. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you have an awesome day.